Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast with your boy Davy Lips. And I'm here alone because the virus in the world is, I want to say bad words, but what is the point? Unfortunately, Gio isn't feeling great. He is on the road to recovery. He's just, uh, he's feeling, he's feeling the, the aftermath. Um, so he's going to sit this one out. Didn't have enough time to make a backup. So you're stuck with me. Hope I don't let you down. It'll obviously be a little bit shorter because I don't think I can talk about wrestling for an hour. But I will try. Right. First and foremost, hope you had a great Christmas and a very, very happy new year. Um, I want to take this opportunity to say um, rest in peace, uh, John Huber, Brody Lee, Luke Harper, however you choose to remember him. Um, the man has unfortunately passed away during this period that we've been off. Uh, it's it's different, this one. This one hurts. This one's a shock. This one's painful of a man on the brink of a really, really illustrious career. I felt the change of scenery done him the world of good. I think um, I think the loss to the wrestling world and by the sound of it to the actual world is is very very sad it's been it's been emotional watching the tributes and the packages and stuff um i think AEW absolutely knocked it out of the park with his tribute tribute show um very very well done to AEW um i think the little vignettes and the little video things that i've seen on youtube and stuff that WWE have done still a nice respect um i don't agree with everyone saying you should get a 10 bell salute did leave and say some bad stuff. I think they're still paying their respects and allowing wrestlers to do that. Um, but, you know, maybe that's just me. You can't. But I think everything that's been done, I think you can see from the reactions of everyone just what he meant to people. Um, and so we'd like to uh, just take this opportunity to say uh, rest in peace, Brody Lee, and much love and prayers to his family. See where his son comes um, and see how that goes. So yeah, very sad day. Um, very sad day. It was very shocking. I, mean, I was always a big Harper fan. Like I was always desperate for him to do that step. Like when you think of some of the matches, um, you know, against Dolph Ziggler, the stuff against Randy Orton, really, really top draw matches. Really, really top draw. Um, yeah, so amazing. Amazing character and amazing tributes, you know, and uh, as I say, love to his family. Now, we have had wrestling. We did have Wrestle Kingdom, which was yesterday and the day before. I do want to touch on that because um, me and Gio, well, Gio watched the first night. I watched it on repeat. I stayed awake, and then I stayed awake and watched uh, night two. Um, I was intrigued by the card because it felt like it was a bit of a mixed bag that could deliver. Um... So yeah, I think it was all right. I was I was just excited to see what he was going to do because the card, I don't know. I've gone into this one a little bit different than the others, so we'll have to see. Um, the New Japan Rumble that started ugh, it was just a bit bland. Started pretty well. Um, yeah, just it was a bit bland. It wasn't that great. Um, but the um, the El Fantismo Takahashi match, oy oy oy, what a way to start the show. Um, now, if I'm right, I think this was the first time they faced um, 
I don't remember ever seeing him before. Um, but I think he was, I think he was great. Um, Phantasmo was a spectacular dick. Absolute spectacular dick. It was a very, very good way to start the show. I think the right person won. Um, it was a simple story told, decent action, definitely into their characters. Um, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. And I thought, okay, now we're into it. Um, and then we had the tag team tamp title, Dangerous Techers versus the Gorillas of Destiny. Um, yeah. Uh, so Zack Sabre and, and is it Taichi, his name, Taichi, um, as champions have been great because I think that like teams like Gorillas of Destiny are drab um, and they spoil that division, 100% spoil that division. Um, so Sabre and, and Taichi have been, uh, have been absolute treats because... I'm not I'm not impressed. I don't like the Gorillas of Destiny. Um yeah. So that was that. It dragged a bit. Um but it was a good match. It was a good match. I'm not going to lie. Um Yeah, I think it was good. Um I I think it was um it was solid. Maybe as I say, went a bit long. Um So, yeah. Then there was a video from Moxley holding the IWGP United States Heavyweight title. He vowed to give a title shot to whoever walked out of the Tokyo Dome with the contract, which was Kenta versus uh, Kojima. Um, wasn't much hyped match, uh, I guess it because like Kojima replacing Juice Robinson, but it was one that I f- was excited to see. I like both. I'm big fans of both. Um, I really like Kenta. And I wanted like a proper hard hitting affair, which is what I thought I was gonna get, and I did. And hundred percent, it's what we got. Um, thought it was great. Um, I thought it was great. <sighs> yeah, go to sleep. Hell yeah, stiff match between really two good wrestlers. It was stiff as fuck. Like it was scary to watch. The go to sleep at the end with after the knee. He doesn't really use that knee much that Kenta used at the end. Um, but yeah. Do love Kojima. I think he's one of the few New Japan dads that can still go flat out, I would say. Probably. Yeah. But yeah, it was great. Uh, Absolutely great. Roll on that match. Big contract for Kenta. Um, Then we had uh, the great Okan against Tanahashi. Um, I, to be honest with you, I don't care what happens in New Japan as long as I get a dose of Tanahashi. Um, Amazing. Uh, the, the, I think the story was that Tanahashi possibly being done as a top single star. Um, like he's, uh, he struggled to do some of his classic stuff, including like the skin in the cat and losing to a goofball like Okan would have been devastating. I think if they were going that angle. Um, yeah, I think Tanahashi still got it. He made Okan look good in defeat. I don't think Okan is as good as people are going to remember this match for. I think it was Tanahashi carrying that match i'm not a fan of okan not gonna lie tanahashi still got it he can he can work wonders you know um it was a simple match there's not much i can say and i don't mean that badly because tanahashi is great he still got it and he made okan look good it's just not much to say you know it was it was good but it was it was simple because i think okan looks just ridiculous um right Match I was dreading. Will Ospreay is a horrible human being, but he's also been 
I don't know, down in the ring lately. Been a bit lesser then. Um, and I haven't enjoyed any of the matches against Okada before. No matter how many stars Dave Meltzer wants to throw at their matches, I'm not interested. Um, not interested at all. Uh, so, yeah, it was, it was good. It's not a classic. It never is. Okada, I, I'm sorry to say, I just don't believe it's it's down as a classic it was a good match you know um i like that akada remained on top and shut this arrogant kid up um it was good for the story good for me i'm assuming will osprey is going to win later in the year but i'm glad that they've not done it now certainly not a classic don't listen to people it wasn't it's just because it's akada and osprey and it seems to be this thing in people's head you actually watch the match you know i don't know yeah not a classic, but it was good. Um, it was long, 36 minutes. And I'm just not interested in seeing Osprey go for 36 minutes, you know? Um, yeah. Save us a card, and he did. Um, and then we had Nato versus Ibushi. This one, this one stole the show. I was scared because, like, the previous matches I saw, was it G123? Uh, the Ibushi one? I think they tried to murder each other, you know? And then, then was it last year's New Japan Cup? Ibushi won that too. Has NATO ever won? Maybe a couple. Because I know they fought a lot and I've seen them trying to kill each other. Um, the closing stretch was spectacular. Um, yeah, it was, it was great. Stunning main event. Um, much better than what we got in last year's headliner. Um, I would say not as good as Tanahashi Omega from 2019. So that would be, if you're looking at the last three years, this would go into second spot for me because it was amazing. Um, of course, Naito shook, took the belts, handed them to Ibushi, sign of respect, which was good to see because I think there was some time. Was that two years ago? Wow, my memory. I can't remember. I feel like I've, I, I skip bits. I don't keep up regular enough. Uh, but I watch Wrestle Kingdom. Um, Jay White showed up, spoiled the party. It was a show that was very easy to watch, seeing that Wrestle Kingdom is usually super long. Um, nothing bad on the show. Uh, even the Rumble, which was bad, was harmless fun. Um, Nato Ibushi, only thing to crack, I think, nearly four or five stars. Uh, but quality wrestling, top to bottom. Cannot argue. They do pull it out when they need to. Wrestle Kingdom has become that thing, you know? Um, and then we had night two, literally last night. Um, yeah, it was all right. Again, it it was it was good. I think they turn up, don't they, on on night two? Um, I gave it a nine out of ten. I had a fairly low expectation for the card because um, it felt like all the top stars were off the bill, and I was wrong. Um, fantastic card. Every title match delivering beyond what expectations Cobb versus Shingo I didn't even know that was going to be good let alone where it was um Hiromu's win takes us back to last year and wherever they're planning on heading with the junior title but as I say I fell asleep but it was it was huge um yeah amazing uh amazing show um Jay White and Kurobushi were just <sighs> Just something else, wasn't it? It was something else. Um, seeing Sonata. Yeah. I, I just don't know. Yeah. 
Hiromu Takahashi, by the way, is is he has a beast. He's a beast. He's an absolute beast. And I think that was the the match for me. I love Ishimori. I've tried to convince someone to put him in a WWE universe as a cruiserweight because I love him. Um <coughs> and <clears throat> not having it. Um but shout as I say, big shout out, Jeff Cobb to Takagi. Oh my god. Oh my god. I could watch that match all day, every day. I'm serious. Um I I I would give I don't know if I could give it five five stars. I would. Um just amazing. I maybe it would have been five stars if there'd been a crowd because you would have really felt how good that match was. You know that? That's what I think the issue is. You know? The issue is that I think it needed a crowd because it was wasted. You know? Um, wasted on no crowd because they, they tore it down. I just, if you haven't watched it and you don't really like New Japan, watch Jeff Cobb versus Takagi anyway though. Okay, watch it. Watch it, watch it, watch it. Because it was an absolute beast of a show. Like, beast of a, of a match. <sighs> it was just... And then, from that, having watched Raw... Oh, God. So, we moved to WWE. Yeah? I don't know what this was. I don't know what I was watching. Just... Legends Night. There was some good stuff. Okay? I enjoyed the McIntyre Lee match. Don't get me wrong. I I liked where that's going to go. That's not going to be the only time those two fight. Okay, so we're going to talk about Goldberg in it because, like, I like seeing most of the legends. I think some of them could have been used better. I needed Carlito. I was very upset that Carlito couldn't make it, but maybe they're saving him for the Rumble. Please, Goldberg coming back. Right? It is what it is. You either like it or you hate it. There's no middle ground. You know, there's nothing in the middle. He has a contract where he he is in for two appearances a year. Yeah. Most of them were meant to be Saudi Arabia things. That was the point of it. Yeah. He's stuck in this contract. Obviously, maybe it would cost too much to dump him out in COVID. I don't know. So I'm thinking from a story, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense at the minute. But he's got to make two appearances. If you look at it away from kayfabe, which most people do, if he's got two appearances, he beats Drew at the Rumble, Drew beats him back at WrestleMania, Goldberg is done for the year. You know? I don't understand, though, if you're looking at it in story, okay? I, I get it from a business. From story, why is he going to go to Drew about being salty about disrespected legends when you're on the same show as Orton? You know? I don't know. Um, don't know. I don't know. It's not an offensive show. The closing bit... I, I just don't know. The story... I wouldn't even mind Goldberg doing it. Like, because you're stuck with him with a two-contract thing. With a two-appearance thing. You are stuck. He's going to come back this year. He's going to do it next year. Um, I did laugh when Drew said it'd be like fighting his dad. Not going to lie. Laugh my ass off. Um, it's just got to make sense. I don't even mind Goldberg turning up if the story makes sense. So that's why I assumed if Goldberg's going to come back, Roman would have made sense. Or why not let him go for Orton? 
Orton's the one that dis he's disrespected legends all night. Orton did. All night. But it was... Uh, I don't know. I, I just... I don't know. It's, it's annoying. Um, so, yeah. I'm, on the rest of it, I don't understand why they're already messing with the Hurt Business. I don't understand it. Um, why Shelton and Cedric are fighting um doesn't seem to make sense uh to me it's a bit early her business have been like some of the best stuff that's going on raw and they're gonna mess with them doesn't make sense um it's good to see melina it's good to see tory wilson tory wilson looks amazing for old angel gaza desperately they need to hit whatever they're doing with him they need to hit it quick because he's gonna get boring really really fast um yeah, good to see Boogeyman. I enjoyed seeing him. I was upset that there was no Carlito. Um, I'm hoping that what they do um, is is use him at the Rumble. I'm guessing Matt Riddle versus Lashley is going to be for the title at some point. Um, I don't know if I've watched them. I don't know if they're going to work together. Um, I don't know. It's It's going to be interesting because I don't think um i don't think they work together the match didn't look good not because they're not talented boys but there's just sometimes that there isn't that connection look at sasha banks versus carmella i'm big fans um but they didn't work together it didn't work um so yeah i then also <sighs> the charlotte rick flair stuff um don't know Felt a little off to me. Uh, plenty of drama. Rick getting kissed by Lacey at the end. Uh, Charlotte obviously not making... He should have cried. I, th I feel like Rick Flair should have cried when Charlotte got in his face. Um, didn't really understand what they're doing that, but we'll be interested. I mean, Charlotte Flair did announce that she's in the Royal Rumble this year. So I'm guessing um, the tag titles aren't on the line in the Royal Rumble. So that's good to know. So yeah um yeah it is what it is it is what it is um i don't like the team of Lacey and peyton why split up iconics if you're just going to use peyton royce as a tag team superstar that's what i want to know why would you do it what is the point what does it achieve could, could have kept it with billy peyton and Lacey just looks weird um yeah, I, I, I just don't understand why you'd split up an actual tag team that work um, for not. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And then there was some weird stuff with Elias and, and uh, AJ. And I tell you what, that, what's his name? Omus? Is that what he's called in this, in this now? And he just kicked through the guitar, didn't he? Like. Like, yikes. I mean, Riker tried to go for AJ. I don't know. Yeah, that dude is scary looking. If they can teach him how to fight, give him a personality, yeah, then he's a beast. And I hated the beginning bit with New Day, Miz and Morrison. I did laugh my butt cheeks off when Teddy Long came out and said, they're going, no, mom, with the Undertaker. <laughs> that one was funny, okay? I will give that one because nobody... Nobody says it better than Teddy. And I wasn't expecting it. I uh, I wasn't expecting it. So, <laughs> it was good. I did like that. But I hated the match. I hated all of it. I, I Yeah, I hated all of it. 
Um, it was solid, but yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't good. But yeah, the show wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't bad. Like it wasn't bad. Okay, had some good stuff on there. Um, the Goldberg thing is just is what it is, isn't it? He's he's got a contract. You're gonna see him. I just think it's really annoying that people can't see that. You know, how many people do you know that you've worked with that you hate that are terrible at their job, but they're stuck in a contract? You know, they're stuck in service time, and you know you can't. Anyone that's run business, if you can't afford to get yourself out that contract. You can't take that hit because I'm guessing it's going to be for a lot of money being Goldberg and especially if it was a Saudi deal. You have to take that stuff into consideration, guys. It is what it is. Yes, it's horrible. I hate it. Hate it because he's going to win at the Rumble and then Drew will beat him at WrestleMania. That's how I expect that to go. That's his two appearances done for the year. We won't see him again. So we've just got to accept it because they're stuck in a contract. I think he said for two years, this year and next He's got two matches this year, two matches next. If there had been Saudi, you wouldn't see this, I'm sure. I am sure. I am sure. If he's only contracted to two, two appearances. So, we'll see. I am surprised it was Drew, though. I, I thought it'd be Roman. But I'm guessing now I feel like Daniel Bryan will win the Royal Rumble. Now I feel like they're going to give it to Bryan because they know he wants, you know, one last hurrah, you know, He's got to win a rumble at some point. It's only fair. I think Daniel Bryan joins that list. Um, of, of I was going to say of drinking because I'm trying to gulp water in between talking. So you know, um, I'm assuming Daniel Bryan will win the Royal Rumble now. That is my pick. Um, so yeah, right on to some news. Um, Marty Scroll has left Ring of Honor, a mutually agreement. Now, been a bad year for Marty Scroll. So he signed a new deal in January last year after months of speculation. Uh, made him head of creative. Yeah, his first show would have seen him take charge. The anniversary show in March that was cancelled due to the COVID-19. And then, of course, the speaking out movement with the 16-year-old girl, drunk girl. Ah, it was difficult. And I've had this conversation with someone. That, that girl is not illegal here. That is legal age, 16. Um, I don't know. It's difficult. It's frowned upon. It's bad. He made a mistake. I mean, she's 16 years old. Like, come on, you're a grown-ass man. Um, So, yeah. He hasn't been since October. Will anyone sign him? I don't know. I don't know. It'll be difficult. I, I can't see WWE... Diving into that, and I don't think AEW need him, but I'm guessing he'll end up maybe there. I could see TNA for Marty. It's difficult because it is a difficult situation because he can't actually be found guilty or what. You know what I mean? Like, it's just going to be like a cloud over him. It's going to be tough. Maybe TNA, but it's a shame because I've always been a big Marty Scroll fan. Um, but it'd be interesting to see. But as I say, he didn't actually do anything wrong. But he did. It's weird. Um, yeah. Very, very weird. Um, Bandido has signed a new deal with Ring of Honor. Washing any... Was there ever any doubt that he was going to stay there? Don't really think so. Um, I think that's a bit of an obvious gimme. 
Uh, Sonia Deville has made a comeback. Um, yeah. So the deposition is scheduled for February 3rd. And then Deville's deposition will take place February 13th. Um, that's of the Stalker case. So I'm guessing that's why she's starting to make a comeback. She obviously needs to go back to work. Get that done. Um, yeah, get that done. Get her back on. Um, back on TV is what we need. Then we've got the Royal Rumble coming up. So the favorites as we stand. Um, Bianca Belair is favorite for the women's. And Daniel Bryan is actually favorite for the men's. That's what I'm looking right here. So... I would say both are very, very good picks. If they've decided to go all in on Bianca Belair, great. She deserves it. She's talented. Um, I think her and Montez Ford, her husband, have got big time long careers. Mm, I think Montez Ford will be a fantastic solo guy. I love the Street Profits. I think it's a shame they're on SmackDown with no tag team to face. Like, they need tag teams desperately. Desperately, 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 because... Like, if you watch the Street Profits New Day match, you can see how good the Street Profits are. Watch Street Profits New Day. Um, right, right now, they're 100% the, they're the best that WWE have, but there's no one them, for them to face. They need proper opponents, you know? I, you don't believe, bar some heel tactics, that Rude and Ziggler are actually capable of beating them, you know? As good as they are, they can't beat them. Um... So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's, it's annoying. But Bianca Belair winning, um, absolutely, fully, fully, fully behind it. Um, absolutely fully behind it. Um, I think it would be fantastic. I also think it would be great for Daniel Bryan. One last hurrah, you know? Um, yeah, here's the odds. Bianca Belair is 10 to 3. Rhea Ripley, 5 to 1. Alexa Bliss, 6 to 1. And then a whole bunch of people. From Ronda Rousey through to Nia Jax are like 7-16. But Bianca Belair is the very, very clear favorite of the women's um, division in the bets. And then Daniel Bryan, Keith Lee, and Big E. Pretty tight. 2-1, to 9-2, 9-2. And then Brock Lesnar, Edge. And then the normal shenanigans of Rock in there. Um, CM Punk is 18-1. Jimmy Uso is 25-1. John Cena is 25-1. I'm going to keep scrolling. Lars Sullivan, 33 to 1. Keep seeing what else we got. Christian is 66 to 1. That's amazing. Kane is 80 to 1. Dean Ambrose is 100 to 1. <laughs> Mason Ryan and Tajiri are 150 to 1. You can get better odds <laughs> on Dean Ambrose winning. Jericho is 80 to 1. No, 100 to 1 as well. See, Grant Holt. Is that the Norwich striker? Grant Holt is 66 to 1. Why, why is that even a thing? That is amazing. There you go. See, that's the kind of stuff that people bet on. So take that as you will. <laughs> take that as you will on the bets. But Bianca and Daniel Bryan, if that was to be the case, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad. Um, and now it's all billed for the Rumble, isn't it? So I'm guessing we're getting Goldberg versus... Um, Drew. Don't know. I don't know. The bump is where Goldberg was seen, wasn't it? When he said Roman Reigns was next. And Reigns responded to. And now 
all of a sudden they've decided Goldberg versus Drew instead, which has completely squashed all the build-up. So what I read is they're speculating it was changed because there's no one else ready on the Raw roster to be plugged into a title matchup with Drew McIntyre at the Rumble. They should have just done Sheamus. It was such an easy, easy thing. I don't understand. Like, Drew Sheamus would be a banger of a match. Sheamus has been, like, on point since he come back. Like, on point. I don't see that's have him turn on Drew. That could fill you in. That could that could fill that gap. I'd much rather watch Drew and Sheamus fight than Goldberg and Drew. But, again, how much does contracts come into it? You know? Also, I think this is the longest I've talked on my own about wrestling in many, many years. Um, the problem is I've been screaming at TNA. I bought Impact Plus. I wanted to watch TNA from the very beginning. Um, and it's just hilarious. Like, I love it. I absolutely love it. I was always... This is what annoys me when me and Gio get called WWE fanboys a lot. And it's really not true. So I was a WCW guy. From 15, 16, 17. So like 96, 97, 98. I was a WCW guy. WCW started to go a bit weird. 1999, WWE took over for me. Um, TNA the same. I watched through to about 2005. Started going a bit... No, maybe more. I didn't watch it from the very beginning. I think I started watching like 2003, 2004. <coughs> Excuse me. And, um, and then it started to get a bit weird. 2008. Went back to WWE. That is why I think I am the way I am when it comes to AEW. Because I've had my fingers burnt before. I want to see different. I want to see not reliant on that talent. Now, like what they're doing with Kenny Omega right now is exactly what they need to do. 100%. Jericho was perfect for the first title. Moxley was the big name. Kenny Omega is the star though. Let's not get it twisted. Kenny Omega as a smarmy arsehole is the star, you know? Need to get the tag titles off the Young Bucks, but I've always not... I've not got the Young Bucks hype. Never have. Probably never will. I think Matt Ship has sailed for me. I think they've had the titles too long. Um, yeah, be interested. I want AEW to do well. Trust me, though. But as I say, I'm watching old TNA and when Rod the Truth Killings was there, just doing his thing. Like, God. And, you know, as Jeff Jarrett was doing his thing. And then, obviously, Jeff Jarrett just got totally egomaniac I just took over and it was just literally watching the Jeff Jarrett show, which is just horrid. And then, you know, I think the rest is history. For me, TNA, there's always been a turning point. I think for WCW, allowing Kevin Nash as much freedom as they did, uh, destroyed him. I think TNA, Dixie Carter, just selling bits of the soul of the company, um, destroyed him. So if AEW can keep it in-house and keep the egos in check, Great. I want to see it do well. We deserve multi, you know, wrestling shows. I'm a wrestling fan. I always want to see things doing well. And I think it was um, Brody Lee's wife. She's like, do not create a divide. Didn't she say in an Instagram live post, I think? Um, 
So what she said, here it is. So many people expect myself and my family to hate on WWE. The fact is we don't, we never have. My husband absolutely got frustrated because he wanted more than they had envisioned for him. That didn't mean he hated them. The frustration didn't change the real and genuine love that our family has for pro wrestling. WWE gave my husband a platform. It enabled him to live his dream, a dream he almost gave up on. He was able to travel the world in his dream job. He got to entertain millions of people. He got to build a beautiful life for our family. He held singles gold. He won a belt at WrestleMania. He ticked off so many dream life boxes. He just happened to want a little more out of his career. That's why he left. Not out of hate. Not because they're an evil company. He left because his vision didn't match theirs. Which happens. I've left jobs for the same reason. The most incredible thing he took away from his time in WWE was the people. The people he carried with him until his very last days. It wasn't one company versus another. Little Brody loves wrestling. We still watch wrestling every week. We would tune in to see Uncle Boom Boom, Cesaro, and family best friend Big E. People that transcended the lines of friendship into family. People in the WWE watch my kids grow up. They love my husband so much. They welcome my family into their arms. They become my family too. In my husband's final moments, the people that surrounded my family were wrestlers. Companies didn't matter. Please, I beg you, stop trying to create a divide in wrestling. Support pro wrestling. Love pro wrestling. Live your life like Brody in a way that people speak like. So there you go. So there you go. Um, listen to her. Get it done. And don't forget, the reason that they didn't do anything on that Raw is because WWE wanted AEW to do it first because that was his company. That's where he was at, and that's where people were happy he was. So they wanted to let him have the full, the tribute, so which they did, and they let superstars speak out, and, you know, superstars openly spoke on AEW's tribute show. The Luke Harper's greatest no, uh, moments are now on the WWE Network. So, you know, stop you doing it, guys. Stop it. If anything, let's use the Harper stuff to unite us a little bit more. Guys, that is pretty much the week that was. It's not the New Year break, uh, throwback that we wanted. Um, me and you have been talking. We are going to obviously do the reviews of the week that we watched. We are going to add a lot more retro reviews. Me and Gio watch a lot of old wrestling. As I say, I've been watching Impact Plus. I actually heard him, you know, as if being ill isn't enough. He was watching like a 1999 episode of um, WCW, which... No one should do. And he was literally torturing himself. I'm guessing the, the illness has got to his head. Um, so we're going to do a lot more of that because it has been requested too that we do a lot more retro stuff because we do watch a lot of old stuff um, as well as the new. So yeah, he should be back next week. Please send the man his love. Um, Gio is a fantastic guy. He's a fantastic co-host. Um, I was chatting with him a few days ago. As I say, he's on the road to recovery. I think it's just... It takes a lot out of you, you know? It takes a lot out of you, so his energy's up and down. Um, but he is going to be okay. I have no doubt because he's a fucking trooper. And I will hopefully see you with him next week. <laughs>